BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Right along with Laura Reynolds as she talks to the auto designers, creators, and makers about the automobiles we love as we go driving in heels. It's driving in heels. I'm Laura Reynolds, your host. And on this week's podcast, I talked directly to Chevrolet safety engineer, Trisha Morrow, about how you can use safety technology on the road as more and more of us get back to driving to our vacation destinations. Then I talked to Ford exterior designer about the Ford Raptor. So let's get started with Chevrolet safety engineer, Trisha Morrow. Well, I'm so glad to have you on the show today, Trisha, because, you know, I I was so shocked when I was reading the press release about who's going to be traveling um, over the Memorial holiday weekend and man, up 60%. That seems like a huge number to me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that everyone's just been inside for so long. It's just a really safe way to get out and enjoy the the weather turning nice. And, you know, I know my family's got plans to, to hit the road as well. So that is a lot of people that you guys are planning on hitting the roads now. So what are some of the things that we need to do to be safer when we hit the road? You know, I think that safety on the road to me falls into two different categories, you know, planning ahead and planning good driving. So when we're talking about planning ahead, it's mapping out our our trips and making sure that we have areas where we can stop and rest and, and our routes. And, you know, maybe even having backup plans in case there's some unexpected closures or, um, you know, and being informed of different closures as well. It also means making sure that I check my vehicle, you know, be it whether it's uh, my scheduled maintenance is main, is, per, is performed like oil changes, or checking the level of my windshield washer fluid, making sure my tail lights and my uh, lights in the vehicle all are functioning properly, really planning ahead to make sure that I'm ready to take to the road, Um, but also practicing good driving habits. You know, I always saying, you know, eyes up, phones down, seatbelts on, you know, and that's the mantra that we have in my family and, you know, basically in our life, practice safe driving habits. But especially when you're hitting a longer road trip, you know, I always make sure that I have my playlists loaded, my car, my phone is paired to my car, be it with um, Apple CarPlay or Android Auto, that I really have everything that I need set up so that I don't have to handle my phone when driving. And I really can focus on the primary task of, you know, getting to my destination. Well, I, I feel like we're out of practice, you know, of uh, taking road <laughs> trips, you know, since the pandemic started, I, you know, we haven't maybe been driving as much and maybe our vehicle hasn't been on the road as much. So those things are even more important. Absolutely. And it's really important to get to know your vehicle again. Take a look at those active safety features that or all the different technologies that you have on your vehicle. You know, Chevy offers a wonderful suite of active safety features. You know, I know that our Chevy Assist is standard on the 2020 Equinox and the 2020 
one trailblazer. Um, and it includes automatic emergency braking, forward collision alert, front pedestrian braking, following distance indicator, lane keep assist with lane departure warning, and IntelliBeam. And you know, it's really important to know how those features work so that you can make the best use of them on the road. You know, and they've really been proven by third parties to reduce crash speeds or to help avoid crashes altogether. So they're they're really effective features and you need to reacquaint yourself with with all the technology in your vehicle. I think reacquaint and also I love when you mentioned have a backup plan. You know, for not, sure. Not only, you know, oh, I'm just going point A to point B. Well, what happens if there's something in between? Right, absolutely. My family recently took a, a trip and um, you know, I have two girls and one of them had to use the restroom and, and they weren't open. So it's always, <laughs> it's interesting times, but it's, it's always good to have a backup plan. And especially when we're talking about longer trips on the road, you know, make sure that you plan stops. Um, drowsy driving is another one of those things that really can lead to crashes on the road. And we need to make sure that uh, we're practicing safe driving habits. Um, you also mentioned, you know, pandemic driving. You know, we know that during the pandemic, um, according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, that speeds went up and seatbelt use went down. You know, those are two things that we call our risky driving behaviors that we know lead to fatalities given a crash. And, um, you know, just be mindful of posted speeds and always make sure you put that seatbelt on. Wow, I had no idea that seatbelt usage had gone down. Yeah, you know, according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, front seatbelt use is still at 90%. But when we look at the in-vehicle fatalities, so those fatal crashes that involve you know, vehicles, over about half of the occupants that sustained fatal injuries are not wearing their seatbelts, which is just astounding. And even with all of the great safety features that Chevy offers, wearing your seatbelt is still the number one thing you can do to protect yourself in a crash. So, you know, if you're hitting the road this summer or any time, just always make sure that you buckle up every seating position every time. And what do we uh, attribute to the fact that people are speeding even more than normal speeding? You know what, during the pandemic, I am so interested to look at some of the data and statistics that comes out of this. Um, you know, I don't have specific data, but we do know that when we're looking at the crashes, speed is really um, an influence. And so, you know, again, it could be just because we're, we haven't hit the road recently or, or maybe it's the wide open spaces of the road. But no matter what we do when we, when we do go out, you know, the, the things that we see that are the most influential on keeping us safe are wearing our seatbelts, monitoring or obtaining or driving at the posted speeds, you know, driving, making sure we're not uh, intoxicated, making sure that we're not distracted, keeping that phone down, making sure we're not drowsy, getting enough sleep. You know, and we also see inexperience that also contributes to a lot of the crashes. So, you know, really making sure that we model good behavior for our teens and, and everyone else who's learning to drive. I feel like I'm kind of the opposite. Um, normally I would drive, um, my commute is about 70 miles a day, but I've been working from home a lot. And now when I feel like I hit the freeways, I'm feeling like, oh my God, these people are really driving way too fast. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's, you know, we have recently experienced, you know, we were driving and it, there was a lot of traffic. I'm like, what's going on? Why are there so many people on the road? You know, it definitely is reacquainting yourself with, with routine and with routes and uh, traffic flows. You know, and they might have changed. To your point, a lot of people are, are no longer commuting and, and traffic patterns are changing as well as construction during these, these summer months. So it's really important to make sure that you map your route and you're familiar I like what you said earlier about checking over your vehicle, because I'm going to use myself as an example again, is that I haven't driven a lot. So, you know, to me, I would have to start thinking, wait a minute, I can't just put gas in my car and go on a long trip. You know, you've got to check everything over. Absolutely. You know, checking your oil life for us, the washer fluid always seems to be something maybe we overuse it. But you know, it's something that I always make sure that we, we double check that and, you know, making sure that all of your your functions are are appropriately working. And it's equally as important to, you know, really set that playlist, make sure that your navigation routes are set, you know, all of the things that are going to enable you to not be distracted by things that are going on in the vehicle, but you really can focus on that primary task of driving. Absolutely. And I, I'm thinking there's going to be with the 60% increase, there's going to be so many more people on the roads than what we've been used to in about what the last year and a half. You're right. Right. Absolutely. And with more drivers, you know, it's, it's more congestion and, and we're definitely going to, to have, you know, different challenges than we're used to. So it even becomes more important to, you know, really rely on that safety technology we have in our vehicles and really get to know our vehicles. Are there any stats on not where we're going, but, you know, the amount of mileage that we're doing? Are we just going to grandma's house for the Memorial Day weekend or are we taking, you know, cross country trips? What are we looking at? I think it varies. It varies by individuals. I know that we have uh, plans to travel more locally within the, the neighboring states, but, you know, I think that people are really going to want to get out and travel. And, you know, at Chevy, we just want to make sure that you're going to go out there and make memories and travel safely. You know, again, we have so many of these active safety features that are standard and available on our Chevy products. And, you know, they have been proven by the University of Michigan Transportation Research Institute to be statistically significant at reducing the crashes that they were designed to reduce. You know, you look at automatic emergency braking and forward collision alert. Those features together have been shown to reduce rear-end crashes by 46%. So we really are incorporating safety features that are thoughtful and helpful to our customers, but are proven to work. So when we take, when we are, you know, having people set out on the road this summer, we want them to go out there with with their active safety features on, of course, their seatbelts on, um, phones down, and really abiding by those posted speed limits. That's an amazing stat that you just gave out. 46% rear-end collisions that it's helped, the tech has helped prevent. or Absolutely. At least. Well, and when we look at lane keep assist with lane departure warning, you know, it reduces the, the types of crashes, those uh, lane departure crashes by 20%. Um, and telebeam, again, you know, the, the nighttime crashes and up by 35%. So it really was some groundbreaking research that we did with uh, UMTRI, the University of Michigan Transportation Research Institute, um, to show the benefit of these active safety features, not just to our customers, you know, but also they're, they're really making an impact on the road. Wow, that is so good to hear. I had no idea they were making such a huge impact now. 
Yeah, you know, we always are striving to put on technologies that are thoughtful to our customers and also can help save lives. You know, another example of that is the buckle to drive technology that we implemented in 2020. Uh, we know that teens buckle up less than adults do. And, you know, obviously I can't harp on enough. It's the number one action you can do to protect yourself in a crash. Just put your seatbelt on. But uh, teens buckle up less than adults. And we started with within our teen driver feature, we had this new feature called buckle to drive. And it can actually prevent the vehicle from shifting out of park if the driver's not wearing their seatbelt. So just one more reminder on the importance of seatbelt use. You know, I know my daughter is 16 and taken to the road. And with all the things she has to remember on, you know, staying in her lane and the correct following distance and where she's going and which street sign and to pay attention to the road. It's easy to, to forget some simple things like putting on your seatbelts. And it's just another thoughtful reminder. Um, Buckle to Drive is an industry first technology, and you'll see it on more and more Chevy vehicles, including in regular production mode, uh, starting with the uh, 21 Malibu. That's got to be a big. Oh, I feel so much better as a parent. You know, no oh, for sure. Give us the Trisha checklist if we're getting ready to hit. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. I thought you were going to ask for the, the checklist for my daughter. I'm like, my poor daughter. It must have been so much fun growing up with a safety engineer for a mother. <laughs> You're following too close. Are you going over the speed limit? Where, where are you going? Have you gone too far? So she was um, probably offering to pay for her own driver's ed. You know, don't please don't make me go with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. But, you know, if I had to sum down, uh, you know, just the good driving advice into just a really short phrase, I would say it is so important for us to drive with our eyes up, our phones down and our seatbelts on and just to be really safe on the road for ourselves, our families and, and everyone on the road. Well, Tricia, I, I really appreciate your time. Is there anything else you're like, why isn't Laura asked me this yet? <laughs> no, I, you know what? I would just encourage everyone to, if they want to learn more about our Chevrolet vehicles or any of the active safety features that I talked about to visit Chevy.com and um, really have a great summer. Well, I so appreciate your time today, Tricia. This has been awesome. And I can't wait to get um, these safety uh, features to our listeners so that they have safer trips. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Thank you again to Tricia Morrow for joining us. Make sure to subscribe to Driving in Heels to hear more manufacturer interviews every week. When we return, Ford drew inspiration for the new 2021 Ford F-150 Raptor from the F-22 Raptor fighter jet. I'll talk to Ford next on Driving in Heels. This is Driving in Heels with Laura Reynolds. Each week, Laura talks with auto manufacturers to keep you in the know about the latest and greatest in the cars, trucks, and SUVs you love to drive. Here's more Driving in Heels with Laura Reynolds. I'm Laura Reynolds, and you're listening to Driving in Heels. As a salute to our armed forces, Ford has taken inspiration from the F-22 Raptor fighter jet in its design of the F-150 Raptor. Ford exterior designer Tom Leo tells us why it was important to him to honor our military and how you can see the fighter jet influences on the F-150 Raptor. Who else can say that they've designed a vehicle based on a fighter jet? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not very often yeah. that we see this kind of a, a, these kind of a collabs. Yeah, so, I mean, tell us how this came about. Uh, it, it all started with just a thought uh, within Ford and we, we thought that you know it, it would be a great opportunity for us to to honor uh, 
the uh, the U.S. military uh, through our design of bringing the Raptor, uh, you know, the fighter jet Raptor on board to to kind of give a little little uh, spirit that that we can incorporate into into our design for the truck. But it, that's one 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 of the reasons, right? But the uh, the the other reason was we we thought that F one fifty Raptor. Um, is the king of off-road and has been dominating the off-road pickup truck world for the past decade. Um, and we thought that it, since the F-22 Raptor uh, has been dominating the, the, uh, the airspace uh, for so many years, decades actually. Um, so it, I, I think they both represent the top of the tier, um, the, uh, basically the, the dominance in the technology uh, from a technology perspective and also just performance as well, both bring the the spirit of uh, the nation uh, to the next level. So I can I I'm imagining this conversation um, as you go to the military, going, "Hey, man, will you let us look at your uh, fighter jet so we can enhance our our Raptor?" Uh, not quite. I think <laughs> we we <laughs> not not quite, but uh, yeah, it, 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 I think we initiated here at Ford first um and you know amongst designers and and then we looked at the fighter jet and we we thought that you know, there's a lot of common uh, commonality uh, just from a visual perspective they both represent toughness uh, agility and performance uh, they're, they're both cutting edge from a literal uh appearance standpoint right the surface language are are they're they're very um industrial and machine so we thought that there's definitely opportunity to to bring the um, the styling and design together. So, so what things on the fighter jet um, kind of influenced you for things that are on the Raptor itself? So, if we if we had them side by side, what mm -hmm. could you point out to us? Um, I can start from the side view actually um, on our our uh, pickup truck Raptor on the front fenders and also the box outers that are on the, on the truck bed, there, there, that, um, character line that shoots off uh, of the wheel, wheel arch opening, uh, the wheel molding that has, uh, it creates this kind of a triangular, uh, undercut on the, on the body side, um, that, that the ang the very angular geometric shapes that kind of mimics and resembles a little bit of the, the fuselage of the F-22 Raptor fighter jet that has that crease goes around the side of the jet and, and it's very sharp and angular, right? So there's that definitely that distinctive uh, characteristics about the fighter jet that we captured uh, on our truck. Um, and then further along to the hood and the fender, the fender vans was was definitely heavily influenced by the 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 air intakes design of uh, the fighter jet. If you look at uh, the fighter jet in front of you, uh, on the on the two sides of the uh, cockpit, and then you can see the two parallelogram shapes that um, we kind of put on the on our fender vent design on the truck um, that have that has a couple of surfaces that offset from each other. Uh, I know I know it's a little bit technical uh, for a lot of the listeners. Um, but you know, once you have the pictures in front of you, I think you, you probably, uh, get the, get what I'm saying. Um, but definitely it's a little technical and, uh, 
definitely a little geeky as well. <laughs> well, I, I find it interesting because I mean, who would have thought you would have found inspiration from a fighter jet to apply to a Raptor? Uh, yeah, I mean, designers always look outside the box, uh, outside of uh, automotive design industry uh, to look for things that we can get inspirations from. Um, but to me, um, I always look at um, things that I can relate, the customers of this truck can relate. Uh, we, we don't pick random stuff. Uh, it's not like we're trying to copy someone's design because we can't think of one. Um, so it, in this case, really, we're just trying to bring and an, the, the actual value, um, something that I think the Raptor customers would really associate and uh, very uh, relate uh, to what they like in their daily lives. Um, I know a lot of them are uh, veterans and a lot of them are uh, active uh, service members. Um, so I believe they have uh, this, I think they would appreciate definitely for something like this. Um, a little bit cliche. Um, sometimes when you look at, oh yeah, the, the, the pickup truck has nothing to do with the fighter jet, but in this case, uh, we, we brought this actual value to the value to the, cus uh, the customer from a design standpoint. Have you ever had any veterans like say to you, oh, you know, that looks familiar on the Raptor. What is, where, where did you get that? Um, I haven't gotten a lot of information, uh, feedback uh, at the moment, um, but I, I am very active on social media, Instagram, uh, Ford owners, Facebook uh, groups as well. Um, I normally don't really talk a whole lot. I, I, want, I observe and, and I see what the guys are talking about, the true uh, ownership of, of Raptors and what they're talking about, what they like. Um, so I, I kind of get an idea of um, what, they're, uh, what they're thinking. Ah, uh, so you're spying on us. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so, so what are some of the things that you've like learned from watching uh, people's social social media on the Raptor that you've incorporated? Um, a lot of stuff that um, the the guys talk about. Uh, you know, a big part of it is definitely the looks of it. Um, they they always they're always looking for something more aggressive, more aggressive. Um, and uh, bigger tires as well, right? Uh, the bigger it is, uh, you know, the better it is. A lot of times, you know, it's for functional, uh, from a functional standpoint, but definitely the looks is very important part of the, the you know, the Raptor customer ownership. Um, so now you can see on the third gen, which is the new one that is equipped factually, factual, uh, equipped with the uh, 37 inch uh, tire, packages uh you know out of the factory so which is really cool it's, it's probably the first time uh and from a truck manufacturer that is awesome 37 inch tires that come standard right mm -hmm. and, and so then how how big could i go uh well first of all it's uh to correct it uh it wasn't uh standard uh the standard is the 35 inch tire uh, the 37 is optional, so you can uh, opt for uh, a, you know, it's a set of 37-inch tires. Um, but we, you know, the engineers did a tremendous job making sure that the 37s would fit uh, on a Raptor because we've never done that before. So um, uh, if you want to go with 40-inch, there probably have to be 
further uh, modifications down to the chassis suspension and also the probably the wheel wells and stuff like that. Well, I'm thinking that if the uh, 37s are optional and you're getting a Raptor, you really need mm -hmm. to go for the 37s. Uh, if I were to pick, I would definitely go with the 37 without doubt, 24-7, 365 days a year. Um, but I know it's going to be a little bit more pricier than the than the base 35. So, um, but still, um, you know, 35, 37 would be a, a very impactful driving on the road. Just the, the size of the tire is probably uh, taller than maybe a Corvette or something. I don't know, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I would love to pull up next to one at a stoplight. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It would be fun. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. So we've talked a little mm -hmm. bit about what it looks like, the 2021 Ford F-150 Raptor. Tell us about mm -hmm. like some of the tech that's inside too. The technology? Mm -hmm. um, well, I'm I haven't been involved in the interior design or the technology side of it, um, but I know it comes standard with the with the big screen and and just equipped with a lot of new technology that were uh, previously available on the second gen uh, Raptors. So, um, but exterior wise, uh, the LED lights are really cool now, um, and uh, a lot of the parking sensors that are, that were designed in, from the beginning that we were trying to fit the sensors, like parking sensors, cameras uh, on, on the grill. Um, and we also have a very good performing uh, ACC module uh, in the front bumper as well. Uh, it helps the, you know, the drivers you know, with the safer drivability and, and just uh, performance in general. Any cool accessory packages? Uh, there are currently two graphic packages available. Um, one is for the standard, which is the the 35 inch um, tire uh, version, and then there's a specific one designed for the 37. So both of them are, are super cool. I know a lot of the Raptor guys will probably opt uh, not to put on any graphics, um, but I believe there's still a, a big market for people who want to add a little bit more characteristic to the to the body uh to the body side and uh the 35 uh, is a the 35 version is very influenced uh is very much influenced by the f12 design uh, it has a lot of the the cues and and pay, uh, plays uh pays a tribute to to the fighter jet and the 37 inch has a lot of easter eggs in it that's related to the history uh and excellence of for performance and um, off-road uh, uh, racing in Baja. So um, not going to spoil it. So uh, you guys need to uh, check it out and see what you can find in the, in the graphics. Ah, Tom. Now, I love it when you guys put Easter eggs for us to find. Can you <laughs> tell us how many we're looking for? <laughs> mm. Oh, no. <laughs> You're not going to even tell us how many. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that yeah that's a secret but definitely there are a couple of, uh, a couple of them all right we'll we'll go on a hunt and, and try to find out definitely <laughs> well tom tell us that you have driven this vehicle i i i actually have um it, it's been uh it was a it was a great experience driving it um 
it, it, I drove the uh, one of the test mules um, way before it was um, you know stripped of the uh, the camouflage. Um, so nobody knew where it was driven driving, but uh, uh, it was it was cool. It was it was big, um, but I didn't feel that I was driving a big truck because it was so nimble and the maneuverability of that truck is just insane. So. Uh, I'm sure customers will, will have a lot of fun in it. So, you you have got to be one of the most popular guys in your neighborhood. You've parked this in your driveway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I didn't take that truck home. I, I drove uh, on campus um, within a safe driving environment. So, all right. So, Tom, mm-hmm. you, you you know everything. You know all of the trims. You know all the bells and whistles. You know all the wheels, everything. Build us Tom's perfect truck. Uh, perfect truck would be uh, Gen 3 with a uh, 37-inch tire uh, with the applique on and then with the graphics on for sure. And I'll probably do uh, add a couple more off-light, uh, off-road driving lights uh, above the bumper in front of the grill and a couple of lights probably near the A-pillar. Um, and then put, uh, put two tires, uh, off-road tires in the bed just to balance the weight. Although the, the weight of the, the 3.5 liter uh, V6 is already really, really light. So the truck is a lot more balanced in terms of the weight distribution. But I will still pull a couple of tires in the in the bed just to balance it out a little, a little bit more. So when it jumps off the the uh, you know the sand dunes and stuff, it can maintain a little more balance. Um, but yeah, um, pretty much everything is is factory. I, I factory. I, I like things that are factually done and designed. And uh, uh, but if I wanted to add more stuff, um, I don't know. And maybe put. 10 inches more uh, more meat on the fenders that will be even better <laughs> just I, make them wider yeah i love hearing how you guys would design your own personal vehicle because you guys know these things inside and out and it gives us ideas you know of what we could do mm-hmm. but it sounds like you're basically a stock guy uh i'm pretty much yeah uh, i don't do a whole lot of modifications to any of the vehicles that I've owned, um, usually I try to keep, because I, uh, myself is a designer and I, I see the hard work that the designers have put into the, the overall uh, appearance of, of the product. So usually I don't really mess it, but I do encourage um, Raptor owners to, to really use imagination and just, you know, be creative about it and have fun with it. And every time, I see a post coming up, you know, looking at their pictures, doing all kinds of crazy mods and that just make, makes me smile. And actually those posts inspire us uh, who work um, on Raptors here at Ford. So uh, maybe the next one, you will see a lot of the, uh, you'll, you'll see things that are definitely influenced by the, what actually the uh, owners are doing to their trucks. Well, see, hear that, owners. All you have to do is say, hey, Tom, I want this. And make sure and put that on social media. <laughs> yes, I've seen many, many posts already, uh, directly or indirectly. Uh, I've seen um, you know, dudes sending me pictures of 
their their draw drawings of you know their doodles of hey uh, what if if what if you you guys can do this or that it would be awesome i just had a fun weekend at the dunes and i, I believe that this would be a great proposal so i i welcome um all these comments uh, messages that oh, everything is appreciated and actually helps uh, down the road uh, with our program, actually, uh, it will be a benefit, right? Um, uh, will be uh, will be reflected, actually, your, your imagination can be reflected in our design. Man, that is so awesome. I've never heard of another vehicle that takes so much input from owners. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ford, Ford is, is, is very strong on uh, listening to what the com- customers are, are talking about, listen to what they want. Uh, we're bringing the uh, Raptor R with the V8 in it, right? That's a good example of it. Um, and also the, what the, the Bronco team is doing is is very, very much customer-centric. Uh, so um, yeah, we're on the right track. And Can you give us a starting MSRP? Well, I don't have the number actually myself, so I would, I would say wait till the... Uh, official numbers okay no problem and do you know when it'll be in dealerships um i think they were saying um this year some point this year but i don't know what exact day that is <laughs> are, are they hopefully on- sooner than later for sure yeah. <laughs> true so are they on ships yet rail yet? Mm, that i don't know <laughs> Give some of us an idea of kind of where they are in the process, but uh, this is so much fun to talk about. I, I love yeah. about what you guys are doing. So any hints you can give us towards 2022? I, you're probably like, Laura, good grief. We haven't even got 21 out, but. <laughs> uh, I mean, the VA is coming uh, in as the 2022 model year, right? So uh, that will be a, a big hit for sure. Um, it will be fantastic. It will be uh, a, a, an awesome addition to the to the Raptor lineup. Cool. Well, Tom, is there anything else you'd like to add? Is there anything you're like, why hasn't Laura asked me this? It's the most important thing. Uh, no, I think you've covered a lot of good stuff and uh, I really appreciate it. Definitely. Um, I would like to just give a big shout out and uh, uh, shout out to the whole U.S. military community friends and family, your veterans um, that have sacrificed um, and, and also the guys, men and women in uniform that are currently active. Um, just, you know, big thank you for what you do and what you did and um, continuing to protect our country, our freedom. So big thank you. Well said, Tom. Thank you so much. We so appreciate you being on the show today. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thank you again to Tom Leo for joining us. Make sure to subscribe to Driving in Heels to hear more manufacturer interviews. Every week, I talk directly to the manufacturers to get you the latest information about vehicles you're interested in. No opinions, just straight facts from the automakers themselves. I'm your host, Laura Reynolds, and that wraps up this week's Driving in Heels. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Driving in Heels. There'll be more next week when Laura Reynolds talks directly to the manufacturers about the cars you love and the cars you want to know more about on Driving in Heels. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.